My name is Richard Miller, and uh, as always, welcome to Never Not Here Live. Actually, we're doing a retreat online, and uh, we're getting some pretty good participation. We're hoping there's some, maybe these are off nights or non-show nights or nights that you're not used to, and it is experimental. We're just trying to see if uh, in your busy schedule uh, these meetings might fit in. And uh, we're even kind of judicious in the way we're uh, uh, we're we're putting our shows up. One already the the two shows are online on uh, homepage. You can follow along. And uh, if the audio was bad, you'll maybe hear it a second time. <laughs> but uh, we're getting a lot of good call-ins, and uh, I think we're really. I'm feeling. What should I say? I'm just feeling a great value in my life. And uh, I don't know, somehow I'm st sitting here and starting the show up. Maybe I shouldn't even sit up here and just l wait for you guys to call in. But we're looking for a lot of good call-ins tonight. And uh, so here's Jack. And this is our week with Jack O'Keefe. Hi, Richard. Hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Somehow I like the part of the show, you know, it's just, it's so casual. It's just like, oh, well, we're just going for a walk. We're just having dinner. We're, uh, we're uh, doing whatever we do and, uh, and then just come down here. Even I'm a little nervous, you know, because we come down about five to seven and just say, okay, well, I guess the show's going to happen. <laughs> and I kind of want to look and say, oh, my gosh, what's all this stuff? <laughs> Is it going to all go together one more time? <laughs> We just do it anyway and see what happens, huh? Yeah, we just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. So then there's nothing special, you know. We're not no. all trying to be silent or, you know, no. we're not having a meditation. No. We don't have the signs, silence in the hall. You know. <laughs> no. We're not having a bag of potato chips here, but I mean. <laughs> no, it's just living. It's just life. It's just the way things happen naturally, you know. And there's a beautiful flow to what happens naturally, whereas... You know, in the in when control comes in over things, things get kind of cumbersome, don't they? You know, and then there's rules to be broken and not broken. But we just seem to be just flowing with with what happens and putting on these shows and whatever happens happens. People tune in, they do. If they don't, they don't. Format, structure, different things. Yeah. Somebody's already on our phone. Boy, oh boy, how cool! Hello. Wait, uh, wait a second. Let them. Uh, Jack. This is Jack. Hi. Hey, how are you? Hi. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm I'm trying to see you online here. I don't. I don't see you speaking though. What's? Oh. Ask, ask his name. Um. What's your name? Uh, Lucon. Lucon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We can hear anyway. Lucon fine. Yeah. Okay. It's all okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh for being being. Hmm. Um Okay, I can see you now. Okay. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I was looking at your blog um the other day and I uh I saw you mentioned something that you that that taking medication was um was once on your mind. That that what was once on my mind, pardon me? Um, taking medication. 
medication. No, I, I took medicine, you know, to work with the subconscious mind, not medication. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, plant medicine, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. gotcha. Okay, not pharmaceutical okay. stuff, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, well, I guess, um, in, in anyway, um, that, that question has been on my mind. I was wondering if you could, um, if you could address, address that, that question of, um, of medic, medication, I guess, I, in, in particular, like, um, something like anti, or I guess what I've experienced, for lack of a better word, has been social anxiety. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, I feel like there's a really strong story that I believe in, in that, um, and I have in the past, you know, 15 years, and I've really kind of created and constructed a life um, uh, based on kind of running away from that fear uh, of, of being, you know, at the dinner table and it's my turn to talk or something like that. Um, and, yeah, I felt like, feel like it's been quite destructive and... and uh, I don't know. And then recently, I past year and a half or so, I've been I've been searching um, for you know this awakening thing, and um, and I'm I'm kind of seeing how that's yet another uh, way for me to to not have to go out there and be social, and uh, mm. I can justify I can justify it because it's in 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 search for the truth, um, something like that. Okay. Um. So. Of course, you, you know. We, I think we could say you're being social right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I, so congratulations. Strong, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as strong as the story is, um, I, I do sense that I, I see that it is merely a story. Ah. Um, yeah. Yet it's, um, you know, and I, I've, I've seen all these, all these, uh, you know. Um, people that have supposedly awakened, you know, online as, as I'm, as I'm, uh, going online and searching after all these teachers. Um, and I see that a lot of them are saying, you know, they were, you know, really down and out and, and, uh, one was even, you know, suicidal. And, um, I don't feel like I'm, I'm at that point okay. by any means, okay. but, but I do, you know, I, I kind of sense that, um, I don't know. I, I sense that if I were to try something like anti-anxiety meds, for example, um, I would be kind of um, undermining this whole searching process that I've that I've undertaken this past year and a half. And sure. So um, you, uh, yeah. At the mm -hmm. moment, Lucas, Lucan, you're not on any pharmaceutical medication, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. 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 I, Although I do, I must say, I do feel like I, I, I have been um, smoking a lot of pot um, yeah. as a, kind of a self-medicating sure. thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everything that you take, be it pot or be it a pharmaceutical drug, they'll give you a holiday. Mm -hmm. But the thoughts will probably reemerge. Yeah. Now, the thoughts aren't the problem, but believing them are. That's what causes the pain, believing the story that, you know, of being self-conscious or whatever whatever is at play that creates the anxiety. If you do go on pharmaceutical medication, what it will do, it, it will numb. This is what they do, you know, that's, that's the product. 
that's what's on offer, is to numb your feeling and experiencing capacity, where you feel you can manage better in the world. Now, fine if it's short term, but long term, it, it creates another scenario. It creates, it creates a lack of a feeling that you can do it without it. And managing your thoughts, while medication is actually numbing your thoughts, I don't know how um, the, the, that, that seeing of what your thoughts are can happen if the, if the image of your thoughts are, is being numbed by medication. Do you see? I'm sorry, you said if the image of my thought was... Yeah, if, the, if your thoughts are being numbed by medication, then it's, it's kind of difficult to see what they are and to step out from them. So right. medication will give you a holiday, but I can't see how it would help in this work. I can't see how it would, because what it's going to do is it's going to make the picture of how you perceive reality fuzzy. Right. Do you know? So yeah. if, if you need a break, if you need a holiday from it, which is what you're doing now with the pot, it's, it's, it's numbing everything and relaxing everything. So right. mm, there's a place for, for medication, there's a place for pot, but it tends to fall away from this. Uh, this particular path, those things fall away because the work is about looking at your mind and honestly looking at your mind. Right. Okay? You need to do that when you're sober because otherwise you're not getting a clear picture of what actually is the reality that your consciousness has, your own awareness has created. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. Okay. So, so when it, is, is self-consciousness one of the things that creates anxiety for you? Yeah, I would say that's the, the main thing. Okay, okay, look, I'm, I'm on track then. Okay. Yeah. Self-consciousness is a heightened awareness of the ego. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. It's that the ego is full on here, that you're conscious of the little self, of what you think you are. You're conscious of what you think you are. And what it does is it blocks out the wider picture of what's at play. And so the ability for mind to perceive what else is happening doesn't happen because all of the focus is on the ego. Do you see? Yeah. So all that's happening is a mechanism of mind gets so focused, but all it wants to see is you and it's who you think you are. So what it is is a 100% focus on what you think you are and that's what creates the anxiety of self-consciousness because it's not a natural state. So it comes with anxiety. Being self-conscious always comes with an anxiety. Okay? Yeah. So, okay. So being totally focused on what the ego is, totally focused on the little self, mm -hmm. that can be there. And say, okay, that's what's happening. That's where attention is. Now, what's happening that's not about me? And what's that, what? yeah, what's happening? Let's say you're at dinner, like the example you gave. You can see, okay, fine, it's full on the attention to come to me and my issues and my appearance and my awareness. Fine, that's full on and that's, that wants to take all my attention. Okay, I see that, but what's not about me here at the table? What's not about me at the table? So there's a little bridge that might need to happen to go from being 100% focused on what's going on in you and, and the anxiety that that brings up there's a bridge that can be taken, Lucan, where you can see, where you can ask yourself, what's going on here? What's the wider picture here? What's going on with other people? Yeah. Because what needs to happen is that your perception needs to widen. 
because right now it's very limited. It's focused on you and your world and you not managing in your world, if that's the thought that's running. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. But how you are functioning in the world is fine. There's no right or wrong way to function in the world. There really isn't. It's about accepting the way that you are functioning because you are functioning. You're on the phone right now. And if you're not talking to another person in the next three months, so what? That happens too in the world. Yeah, say that. Say that one more time. Yeah, if if there's another three months before you talk to another living human being, that's okay too. Uh Whatever whatever means of living a life is working through you, Lucan, is fine. That's how it's unfolding. But mind will say it shouldn't be this way, that there's another level of functioning that would be better. That's a trick of the mind. Yeah. That's a trick. Don't fall for it. Just see it as a trick and say, okay, there's another way of living. There's six billion ways of living, huh? Yeah. Who says yours is better or worse than any other? Right. Yeah. The sense of, yeah, I have said that to myself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So let some self-acceptance come in. And self self acceptance some ways seems to counteract anxiety. Mm-hmm. But self rejection will always bring anxiety. Self criticism will always bring anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kinda of sensing that I'm gonna um gonna have to, you know, really face these things that have that I've experienced as uncomfortable and um and really see them for what they are, which yes. is is illusion. Illusion. Just experiences passing through. Your mind can grasp onto them and keep them running as something that needs to be worked out. Mm, More important to just let them go. They happened and let there be a, I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh Okay. Because what you really are doesn't even know about them. They're just thoughts. What What has passed is gone unless there's a thought running to bring it into the present. What's happening right now is enough for mind to stay watching. It's enough. Yeah, I, I do. I, I sense that. I sense that right now, um, you know, there's perfection. Yes. And, and it is enough. Um, yes. And, and, I, and I do sense that as, as reality for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, I look at my life and I see that, you know, um, I'm having difficulty, you know, just doing some basic things like finding work and uh, and a home, and um, you know, my relationships seem to be falling falling apart. Um, and uh, I don't know, and, and I'm kind of able to justify it because I see all these other um, mm-hmm. you know Advaita mm-hmm. Advaita teachers who who speak of you know how how it gets worse before it gets better, kind of, or or how you know their lives fell apart soon before um, their awakening experience, whatever. Okay, but it feels like it feels like your mind is setting that up as a bit of a trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like you're it's it's allowing you to accept what's happened in in the hope of a, a reward. There's a brownie point coming down the line. Oh, this must be all crashing because an awakening is coming. Okay. Blow that one up. That's rubbish. That's your mind is setting yourself up for a big fall there. That's not how it works. One isn't a prerequisite for another. Falling apart is not a prerequisite for awakening. It happens to some like that and not others. But to have an investment in what's falling apart, hoping that the outcome will be an awakening, for sure it won't happen. For sure. 
because that's just an expectation that's running. Right. Do you right. see? And where there's an expectation running, thoughts are not being surrendered. In surrendering thoughts, that's what to do. In dropping to what is real. But looking at, at, at all of your life and trying to make sense of that, that's going to bring you into overwhelm or it's going to bring into a reaction or it's going to bring you into the all about me story at least. Reality is not all about me at all. It's just about what is. Yeah. But mind wants everything to be about me. Right. Hence self-consciousness. Conscious of myself. Of what I think I am. Yeah. Okay? So the few, there's a few things that must be practiced, Luke, on really to stop, to stop the, 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 the pattern that your mind has established in bringing you into that place of anxiety. You know, there's a few things. One is that when you notice that it's all about me in my head, observe it and let it go. And say, right now, what am I doing? I'm going to read the paper. Right now, I'm going to, whatever, make a sandwich. Whatever it is. Stepping back from the idea of what's going on for you. Stepping back from believing your thoughts. That step must happen. And from there, there's an objectivity and there's a perspective of the bigger picture and of what reality is. But that first step away from believing your thoughts, constantly stand on the ground where you know that it's a story. Because you said, it's, I can almost feel that it's a story. Go there. Go there to where you yeah. see this is a story. The story is running again. And do not wallow in the story. Have zero tolerance for pampering and luring in the story. Zero tolerance for running that story that's all about me. That step must happen. Okay. Okay? Then there's the capacity to observe. From there, okay. From the capacity to observe, there's some handle on what is real. Yeah. But in the all about me, there's no space. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It does. It is does. It, is it something that you can do? Yes. Okay. Let's just talk a little bit about the feel of it, because, you know, anxiety is pretty strong. And so then we can have a good idea and say, oh, you know, this is a good idea to observe myself and to not have no tolerance. But, man, i got to get out of here, you know. Ooh, you know, this is terrible. Let me out of here. And so then that oh, everything, I think all your good ideas crash at that point. Is that how it is, or is it strong like that, or is it just kind of like a gnawing thing like I don't want to go there, or, you know, this dinner party, I don't want to be there. I mean, sometimes yeah, anxiety uh, is pretty rough, right? It comes with a with a real bodily sensation, yeah. like, let me the hell out of here. Right, yeah. I guess my my main symptom, um, or the main feeling I get is, um, you know, getting really red in the face. Um, and then I sense that other people see that I'm turning red, and that makes me And you're embarrassed and, about that, and then... Right. And that's kind of snowballs. And they got I, me pinned. Yeah. yeah I'm inadequate right. all around. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the, the, my thoughts, my brain kind of stops, and then I sound dumb. And then oh, God, I'm dumb, too, because I've got a white space going. Right. So all of that. Um, and, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of, that's been the pattern. Um, and also my pattern has been to uh, to avoid that, you know, I'll, I'll either avoid those situations or I'll smoke pot and and be in them, and then I'm then I seem to be fine. Um, but I just, you know, I, I know that that's just not a sustainable. Uh, no, it's not sustainable. Solution. Yeah, it's not. It can give you a holiday, but it's not going to deal with it. Right. So.
so and, and, and I just sense that that's you know that that it's I really it's time that that I just uh, kind of realize that. Yes. That, uh, yeah. Yes, great. But step by se- step, Lucan, you know, step by step, because in that situation of where the whoo, the, your heart is flying and the blood pressure is going up and the heat is coming to your face, accept yes. it. You have an option. Okay. You can say, this is okay, or you can start getting worried about it. And then you're in it, and of course it gets worse, because you've lost the ability to hmm, to connect with that part of you that's not having that experience. Right. And this is about connecting with that part of you. Uh-huh. So I want to I want to see it and and observe it. You say and then and then let it go. And say so what? Uh-huh. So what? My heart is flying and I'm sweating and my face is red and I can't string an intelligent sentence together. Okay, so what? That's what's happening. So what? Yeah. And rest in that. Don't put yourself under pressure then to perform. You know. Just like, no, it's fine if I don't say anything. If everybody thinks I have no nothing to say, so what? And right. let the relaxed state come. So step by step, that relaxed state is the first thing, where you're not in the drama of what's at play physiologically. Uh-huh. Your natural state is relaxed. In any moment, that which observes how life is being lived through you, lived through you, is relaxed. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think that I think that's the draw. My draw to um, to smoke pot is that I all of a sudden feel relaxed and yes. and, uh, and and I and I think it also is, has made my life difficult in the sense that when I'm when I'm not high, then um, I'm comparing my myself to to how I am uh, when I'm not. Um, so I'm, I've set up a comparison where, where when I'm high, I'm relaxed and feeling good and social. Uh, but then when I'm not high, I feel uh, the negative things even that much more because um, I'm comparing myself to my to my high self, you know. That's just another thought. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, okay. It's all that, about yeah. me, isn't it? Do you see? It's yeah. all about you. What's going on? How am I then? How am I now? This is good. This is bad. Your world is all about you. Yeah. Okay? From the relaxed, if if there's some step you can take to physically relax, you can see everybody, their whole life is all about them too. Everybody has the same crap running on in their head, to a more or a lesser degree. Yeah. But to believe the thought, that's the, the, the trick. Do you know? Everybody's concerned about their own popularity and their own self-esteem and how they're doing in the world and how their self-image is. That's the human condition. Everybody's concerned about it. Right. Let's look at that, in, uh, if we could. You know, I would like to look at that as a, you know, and just to say, hey, you're all about you. You know, and it kind of sounds like, oh God, I'm even more deficient because now I'm all about me. <laughs> and you know, what seems to come to me is that uh, there's a perceived threat to me. You know. Isn't, wouldn't that be it? There's a big threat, and so something I could focus on on where I'm at. And that's where, you know, what's the source? What's underneath all about me? It's a fear or a threat, isn't it? Well, that's a, that's that's all about me, too, the fear and the threat. Okay. They're just thoughts. Yeah, but it's another way to say it that's, uh, that could be like saying, okay, yeah. maybe you're, you, you have a belief that you're under threat, under stress, and yeah. that somehow that belief justifies Yes. Your inward, yes. fo- your self-focus. 
And mind just wants to be focused on me. Mind just wants to protect you. Mind wants to protect you. But, that's all. But there's that's nothing all. to protect. Yeah, but when you realize there's nothing to protect. Yeah. You know, it's so it's okay. It's safe. Every scenario is safe. Even the high anxiety is safe. There is no place where it's not safe for you, Luca. No. But your mind yeah. is creating scenarios as if it's unsafe. It's right. just, it's just a thought. It's a thought. No, here's one. Just say thank you, mind. You're trying to protect me. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. You're doing such a good job. But uh, it's okay now. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah, and see what else is going see on in this moment. what happens when you soften on it. Yeah, soften on it, yeah. 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 Let me ask you one question. Uh, uh, did you call us when we were on our walk? I did, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay, because okay. I, I won't call you back then because I have your number here, you know. I took it off my phone and I was thinking, oh, i got to call that guy. I never did call him. Okay, good, thank you. Yeah. That's all I had. Work. Okay. Glad we've connected. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um, are you still there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 just really it's it's quite interesting to feel you know these physiological things like my face getting red and and uh, you know the thought stopping and at the same time um, I can see that it's that it's not true. No, it's but, not true. <laughs> it's just amazing how how yes. uh, both of those can yes. exist at the same time. Yes. And and yeah. place your focus, your attention on the place that knows that it's not true. Uh-huh. And that's what spiritual practice is, is dropping your attention into that 24-7. Okay, not at all. There's lots of different things there. You know, yeah. you'll find what makes sense to you in all of that, you know? And yeah. and if 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 something is said, gosh, what was that phone call I made last night? And what, you know, just, yeah. just check it out yeah. online again. Check yeah. it out. No, absolutely. That's what I want to invite you. In one or two days, call back and give us a report. Yeah. Okay. All and, right? And See what came up for you yeah. over the night, you know? Yeah, and, and, and look at this part of the show again, Lucan. Be sure, because there'll be different things you hear at different times. Because when anxiety hits, the capacity to, to, to hear a solution lessens because the anxiety is going to block it out. It's just a natural phenomenon. So, so, so do check out this whenever Richard puts it online later well, tonight. Be on tonight. Yeah, it'll be up tonight. You can do to it. To look at the recording of this, which is live now. Yeah, okay. So okay. look at it a few times and even make notes of, like, what are the, the tricks I can do at different times when it's too difficult to see that it's just an illusion. Right. Okay? Because okay. each one is just a method of stepping away from identification with thought. Right. Right, right. Okay. All right. And let us know okay. how you're doing. Thanks. I will. Okay. Thanks for Thanks, calling, Luca. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. See okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> just me and you, Richard. Just me and you. Uh-huh. No, we got plenty out there. Uh, <laughs> no. So then here's what I wanted to say, taking off what, you know, I said, oh, there's not, just life here, you know, it's just life. And I used to be um, kind of anxious about how the show ran or I was, you know, at first I, at first I wanted to keep it rolling and keep something happening and, and keep it simple and not jump on saying, you know, we're all one or, you know, I'm not making any kind of jump. So I don't have to pick on that phrase. Yeah. But, you know, kind sure. of making a jump that pe- that doesn't follow, really, that sure. just doesn't follow. And then uh, I had this other idea, like, uh, 
that we should start out explaining stuff, and then there should be a period of kind of silence, and then we should there be a period where we feel, you know. I had all these structures going on in my mind, you know, and now, and now, and and now, some teachers I kind of like. I'd call them deconstructionists, you know. Sometimes you get into it, I think, because you just say like, "That's just not. That's not real. It's not there," you know. And then you think, "Whoa," you know. That what I counted on. That what I thought I had. That not my my main perception, or even there's nothing real. I mean, there's got to be you know something deconstructs, and sometimes that knocks people or me mm-hmm. into like a space, like poof. Yeah. Boy, that's a big worry off yes. load off my mind. You know, or, you know, just yes. a load off my shoulders. Yes. And I don't know. You know. It's just so we're not doing anything, you know. No. We're we're not really doing any, you no. know. Like I say, there's no silent science down here. There's no, no. there's yeah. no protocol whatsoever. Yes, and somehow it all works, huh? Well, I'm just saying that there can be protocol, and we're not saying there shouldn't be any protocol. But we're saying, look, without protocol, without any, I'm just calling saying protocol, meaning like practice or like a, yeah. uh, somebody calls it the container, you know, or like the space or the reverence of the space or the reverence for the guru. Or, I mean, so many of these things are, are like, uh, uh, what should I call a protocol? Like where, yeah. how people are set and how, you know, how approachable they are and what their clothing is and, yes. and, uh, and how they flow in and flow out and somehow, uh, yes. uh, there's many, many, many differences. And this one is just, uh, like zero. Yes. Like, here we are, just talking. Just talking, just flowing with what is. Yeah. Yeah. And that works just as fine or better, because there's no traps. It's easier. There's no traps at all, you there's know. There's no traps, because if there's no expectation, there's nothing to be achieved or gained or lost or... Well, we can't tie it to anything. No. We can't say it's a beautiful space down here. We can't say that we meditated really good. We can't... There's nothing to... to the cause and effect is broken, you yes. know. Hey, this is so normal. Yes. It is what it is. Hmm. And sure, mind can come in and comment and say it would be better if and, yeah, you know, and put a structure around it and then something else would be achieved. But it's only achieved within the illusion. And there's another way to live, isn't there? Which is just flow with what is. Accept what is. And it's all okay. And somehow it works out. Somehow it just... Living doesn't stop. Somehow there's still food on the table. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but it does. Some people uh, told me, you know, about structure, you know, and what structure meant to them, maybe in their own teaching, let's say. And they just said it was something when you, I'm, I almost said surrender. I don't like that word at all because it sounds so much like a verb and it's not what we're talking about. It's not a verb. But uh, if you just accept and imbibe the structure, then there's the mind is not needed to figure anything out. That's you know, right. you That's just right. you go like that part. Your mind can just be a machine. Your your body mind yes. mechanism just goes through the structure. Yes. You know, you're doing sitting. You're looking at the wall. You're eating. You're yes. meditating. You're, and then you just go through that structure. And of course, if you don't accept the structure, then it's hell. Yes. Oh, this is too early. This is too late. I got to make a phone call. Yes. No phones allowed here. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the preference, isn't it? The silent retreat. If if there was a know? preference for for structure or not structure, the preference is what causes suffering. 
mm-hmm. because it's it's set up to fail. It's set up for rejection if there's a preference running. Say that again. To prefer something, even to prefer no protocol to protocol. It's the preference which can only be run by an ego, the desire to want it one way or the other. It would That's be better, what, the whole idea it would be better, it could be better. That's right. That no protocol is better than protocol. Even that is oh, a yeah, preference. Or vice versa. Even that is a preference. So prior to that, the way it is, is the way it is. And somehow living is taken care of in that space of accepting what is and seeing what is without judging it, without wanting something better, without the controller wanting to change something. How it's, it's an easier way to live, isn't it? And it's just a breath away from seeing that this actually, you know, it's just a transient world and everything that's going to change is changing. And so what's the point in sticking to something? Enjoy whatever is happening here right now. There's an ease and a relief. Certainly that's that. for right now. That's certainly for right now because like right right now we never, you know, the only thing you can do about right now is object to it, which means like escaping it or something. Yes. Or otherwise just be happy. Yes. But I mean, certainly like tomorrow or even in, in, in five minutes we can say, okay, now you sit here and I'll sit there. Yes. And that's okay. I mean, yes. that's uh, changing the structure and that's a... Uh, Yes. You know, or we could say, oh, we'll sit back there and all these guys have to sit here. Yes. Okay. So if there's no preference, whatever is happening is always okay. Yeah, but I mean, the game can be anything. Yes, it can be anything. And it is everything because every day is full of so many different things. Yeah, there's plenty of change. We don't there's really have to manufacture it. <laughs> no, there's no need to manufacture it or to change within that. To change yeah. anything. But yeah. somehow out of your mouth, I'd like a cup of tea, might come out. I'd like a cup of coffee, might come out of your mouth. Is that a preference? Sometimes it's just a happening. There's no attachment to if I don't get it, I'm going to be really annoyed. Yeah, that's the part. You see? When you start rumbling with it, that's yeah. a different scenario. But a pure thought is just like, oh, a cup just of tea would the go thought. Right. The thoughts are fine. Yeah, of course. The thoughts are fine. It's the one who doesn't like them or the <laughs> one who, who thinks that there's there should be something happening as a result of this thought. This demand for a cup of coffee should lead to a cup of coffee. And there's something wrong if I don't get it. Do you know? So the single thought, I'd like a cup of coffee, it's fine. Let it come, use it, let it go. And in staying in that, I don't know, what is reality, that which is below this creation, keeping attention there in that relaxed space, it's okay if 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 the demand for a cup of coffee resulted in a cup of coffee or not. Actually, it doesn't matter because what's happening in that moment is there's a cup of coffee in front of you or there isn't. Both are fine. Because let's stay with that now. Let's yeah. stay with that because let's let's just investigate those words you said. I think they're really good. You know, let's stay below. What did you call this? Creation. The, the creation. Crea- creation. You know creation, what seems to be manifestation. happening in the physical. Yeah, manifestation of. The what we call in illusions and all that stuff, That's and right. these nasty words that always kind of like kind of drown downgrade it. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's all the same. It's yeah, the we same don't have thing, to downgrade. It. We just want to be clear that a... one is uh, very flexible, and yeah. one is always, always this not yes. changing, right? Always not changing. Yeah, 
And so and the very flexible is really not tied to anything. It's not. And so let it so come it and let it go. Go forever. But if you hang on to it and believe that that is so and that's what's happening to me, now pain will come. Now pain will come. It's well, I mean, anytime you're trying to fix uh, a fantasy and say, no, that's real, and, and you're going to have an expectation that it's going to be stable. Yes. And of course, it's not stable. It's Can't a fantasy. It's just in the wind. Can't it's just gossamer. Stable. And so then, naturally, that's going to lead to disappointment, yes. like, oh, hell. And even if you think, no, 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 it doesn't change, I'm feeling, whatever, anxiety for 20 years. I'm oh, feeling, yeah, 20 years, you can hold it down, you know? right? Yeah, and it's... You can peg it for a long memory. time. Yeah. That's only memory in this moment. And memory can be very, you know, you very can... Flexible. Very flexible. I can remember flexible. all the good things I did, you know, oh, and they're even, yeah. they're way better than when I was yeah. doing them, for sure. It's a real unreliable thing. Memory is really unreliable. So if it's a feeling like, I always feel this, this, this pain. It's like, that's just a memory. Right now, what's happening, there mightn't even be that pain, but there might be the memory of the pain. So you imagine that it's you're like feeling It's like the memory it. that I don't want to repeat that pain. So yeah, that yeah. don't get anywhere near that's that. That's it. You know? That's but it. I mean, you just said some mouthful there. Memory is always unreliable. Well, yes. memory is your whole conditioning. It's yes. the whole past. It's yes. the whole future. It is. It's everything. It Every, is. Without a memory, there's just none of that stuff. But there's freshness without yeah. it. Yeah, there's, freshness. Every moment is fresh. No, but you said you can't it. trust it or, you know, it's unreliable. No, so that means unreliable. everything. Everything about the past, your past, your future, your conditioning, you know, who you think you who are. Who you think you are is unreliable. It's all unreliable. Yes. All unreliable. It's constantly changing. Today you might feel great about it's yourself, not and tomorrow pinned. you might it's feel not terrible. We're just saying it's not pinned to yeah. anything. There's no peg there. No. It's just free floating on your conditioning, basically. That's right. And your conditioning goes from bad to worse because, uh, <laughs> you know, each time. <laughs> no, it does because each time something happens or there's a shadow of something happening, you're saying, no, no, never again. Yeah. And you tighten up more, right? You tighten up on That's that right. and say, like, no, I'm not going near that. And living know? is difficult when that constriction is going on. It's difficult, you know? Well, you know, that's a constriction. It's like, that's what a cramp, like I got this cramp in my back, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just means there's one little part that's constricted. And that's so vulnerable. Yes. You know? Yes. I'm a pretty big guy, but I mean, I can be just, like, totally vulnerable by that little, there's a little cramp or, like, a, a little muscle group that's yes. that's always pulling uh -huh. and if i move this way or that way i'll crack i'll break it uh-huh and it'll hurt for a week yes yes so every constriction is like such a limitation you it's know it's a limitation like, and it's kind of like an armor or something like yes. that i don't know what it is what yes it's the, it's it's an experience isn't it it's an experience that can actually just so easily be stepped back from because it allows us to really see what being relaxed is about, what what the natural state Let's offers stay with in it, terms you know, of being relaxed. More, so you said you know? so easily step back from. Yes, yes, yes. See, that's the whole thing. That people are breath. seeking for twenty years. Like, what yeah. do you mean, step back? Take a deep breath. Sometimes it's as simple as that. It's just, and if mind is on the breath, it's not on the story. That's all about me. You can only have one thought at a time. Yeah, this is what we said in the show. It was really nice. Say it. You can only have one thought at a time. And if you think, whoa, my mind is going crazy. There's loads of thoughts. Hold on. One finishes and the next one comes. Slow down the reel. Slow it down. They're only Take coming one at a Take time. Take a break. Yeah. And if you shift your thought, focus, that which focuses on thought, to your breath. 
and take a deep breath. Just literally as simple as that. Then that's where attention is. It has taken a break from the all about me story. Whatever is running up here. Simple as that. But mine says, no, no, it must be more difficult than that. It can't be that. Can't be that. What about no, the No, but a lot of people have said take a breath, so we don't trust that one too much. But when you said, like, okay, one thought at a time, and then you said, okay, then there's another thought that caps all these thoughts and says, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I thought the that was so thought. potent. Yeah. That was so potent, because yeah. then when, once you see that. Yeah, that overwhelm is a thought itself. Yeah, it's not a condition. It's, it's a you know, thought. And it's not a multiple of thoughts together. It's actually... Just one. Just one. said, now I'm fed thought. up. I've had all these things that seem to be going where I don't want them to go. Yeah. And so now I'm fed up, so I'm, that means overwhelm. And, and, and overwhelm yeah. means I'm going to freeze. Yeah, now I am in overwhelm. Yeah. yeah. And it's just one thought. It's just one thought. I want to scream. I want to hit something. I yeah. want to yeah, tear yeah. my hair out. Yeah. You know? That's and these the effect things, of believing that thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's all too much. You could just toss that one thought and, and, one and you're thought. back in action. One thought. You're back, you know, doing yeah. what you have to do. Yeah. What it seems you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Stepping back from the thought, it brings such relief. Such relief just to see it's just thinking. It just appears to be real. That's all. But the natural, being relaxed, there's something in being relaxed in the lack of constriction, that state that is not constricted. Because what you are, the, 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 that which is underneath the illusion, reality, all these things for the same thing, that which you know is real, is always relaxed and is always fresh because there's no memory in it. So in that state, it's not going to feel like, oh yeah, I remember this from yesterday. Yeah, 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 very nice, I'm bored. No, that's not it, because there's no memory in it. So it always is fresh. Every moment of that state of what we, I don't know, no mind, or that which is prior to mind, or that which is underneath the story of who you think you are. Reality, capital R, reality. It's always fresh. That's the value then, um, you know, because we talk about the body. We talk about, you know, we were talking about it on the last show, cellular memory, and we were going into these all these things or the mind, or I don't remember how you said it, but in a way, when your cells and your bodies and your muscle tissue is relaxed, then you can sink in with who you are because it's always relaxed. Mm. It's always relaxed. Yeah, and There's so then yeah. then you can touch it. You're you touching can, it yeah, with yeah. every every cell. Yeah. But when you, you're totally tense, there's no way you can you can feel it. It's just a very simple. Yeah. There's no way you can sense it or feel it or, yeah. or know you, it. While you think you are your body, that trick certainly helps. It certainly <laughs> does. Yeah. No? No, yeah. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, you think you are your body until you don't. Yes. Until that thought stops. So while that premise is running... But it just think, isn't a thought that wears out. You know, and that, I'm not saying it just takes evidence or something, but you know, it's, some some experiences are in there. Yeah. And then something proves it wrong. A scene yes. just proves it wrong. Like that's right. This can't be. Seems, you know. Yes. It I saw not something. To be so so <clears throat> that's right. When you see, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Let's talk to the people that didn't see yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the ones that saw already, they all understand. That's they'll it. Forgive us. That's it. That's it. So when you think. 
when you believe, yeah, this is my body and, and, and this is it. This is in this incarnation. This is what I have to deal with. So while that's running, use it. Why don't you use it? Why not? Okay, we don't use it because we're in overwhelm, right? That's right. Because the, so all the, then we got all those thoughts that are blocking our body and just killing it. Living you know? is up here. You know, it's yeah. all in here. My world so is So then the relaxing here. part somehow. Yeah. You said take a breath. Okay, and then take we're just, I'm breath. just looking just like, how does it function? <laughs> yeah. The letting go of the body. Literally just relaxing the body. There is something that settles, which allows okay, reality yeah. to be clearer, the illusion to be noticed. Hello. Hello. Hello, is this Jack? It is indeed. Hi. Hi, Jack. This is Mags. Hi, Mags. I'm calling from Portland. Hi. Hi. I don't know that I have a specific question. Um, it's, it's just this fear that comes over when I when I just think of calling in to talk. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just seemed like a good idea to just go ahead and, and, and call. Good and for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, you get my vote on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. So it's just here, like, I can't say it's, you know, that it's related or that I can find a specific thought that it's related to, but it's just very much in the body. Yes. And, yeah, kind of in the stomach area and all over a little. Okay. Okay. Does it often stop you from taking action, Megs? Yeah. Okay. So then yeah. it's in charge a little bit. I would say so, yeah. Okay. Although not not always, because sometimes actually when it rises like this, like like tonight, like I can kind of feel, oh, this is something that would be good to, to push through, to do. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then you can do that, obviously. Yeah, at times it happens, I do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. you got to acknowledge that, right? Because yeah. you've got to acknowledge you are in charge. Yeah. That's really important. That's it. That's it. And the mind plays like that, that sometimes, you know, we're a slave of the mind. But the mind is a tool. It's very powerful because it can, you know, upset your stomach and give physical sensations. It can do all of this by letting go chemicals and, like, really changing what's ha your experience of what's happening in any moment. But it's a tool. Your mind is a tool. And that running of adrenaline is really useful. If there's a bus charging towards you and you've got to swerve out of the way, it's really useful. Right. But mind can um, overstep its territory. And in something like this, sure, it's overstepped its territory. Because it's not needed. This isn't a life-threatening situation or a physically threatening situation at all. But for some reason, when the body is when mind is is triggering adrenaline, adrenaline a lot of the time, it will do so almost willy nilly. It will do so at the slightest little anticipation of danger, threat. 
But the only thing that's under threat is either your body or your self-image. So here it it would point to self-image. I think so. I the, think so. The body is very safe. <laughs> the body is very safe and important. <laughs> I liked what you said about the chemicals, you know, because the body will just send chemicals in for no reason. And let's just look at diabetes. Like there's no sugar there to uh, send insulin for, and it'll do it anyhow. And then it'll just get used to sending it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we think, and I, why can't it be the same way with anxiety-producing chemicals? Yes, yes. So, in in this path, Mags, of of you know, seeing the ego for what it is, and stepping back from the ego, and knowing that you're not that. In this path, your self-image is going to be annihilated. What you think you are is up for destruction. So, so it's okay if. For you, the adrenaline pumps when the self-image is up for destruction. Do you see? I do. When self-image is up for threat, well, this is what happens to the body. The body detects it's not safe for the self-image, and so it does the adrenaline thing. It confuses the self-image and the body, which one is under threat. And at the moment, your mind doesn't know the difference. At the moment, your mind sees threat. So if you could see, hey, not appropriate, don't need, don't need adrenaline running now, don't need that anxiety, that nervousness, don't need that to run now, mm-hmm. and it might or it might not stop, but go ahead and do what you're doing anyway, because the destruction of your self-image is going to happen, and it's a great thing. Right, that's what I was just thinking, yeah, it's the good news, yeah. That's the good news, yeah, that's the good news, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. You know, I remember, um, I, I don't know, some years before it all settled down, when there was when there was a jack in this form who was doing the spiritual path, any time somebody would emotionally hurt me or I would feel unsafe or get nervous, or, you know, or, or just somebody would say a comment and I would take it personally. And, you know, you've got the, you feel like somebody's kicked you in your stomach, you know, sometimes there's a comment. And it might be just a flippant comment, but by God, did it hit home. I used to celebrate it. I used to, at one point, I made the shift where I thought, okay, I can wallow in this pain and I can just hope in a few days that it wears out and that I stop torturing myself about this and what I should have said. And da, da, da. Pain minimization when it's too late, you know that one? So what, what, I used, what I did was I made a shift and I thought, hey, this is the annihilation of what I think I am. This is the annihilation of my ego. So anything that is destructive to my self-image, bring it on. Bring it on. And, you know, something used to be inside that used to welcome that pain, used to welcome the next whack. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So beautiful. It sounds so courageous. And yet... Why not? Yeah. It's just a shift in attitude. That's all it is. It's just a shift in attitude. It's like, no, what? The only thing that's wounded is who I think I am. And that is going to die. Because the pain's coming anyway. Pain's coming anyway. Welcome it. Because what the ego tries to do is repair, you know, your energy system will repair the chakra system. The whole lot will try to repair. What are we repairing? Who we think we are. We want to become intact again as an egoic existence. It's okay if, if, if the world 
if, if threatening situations come, it's like, okay, there's a bit of annihilation. There's the body trying to protect the very thing that is going to be destructed anyway. Right. So the side effect, the anxiety or the adrenaline or whatever is there, it's fine. It's fine. That's, that's it's doing its self-protection. But you are in charge. You are in charge. So you're the one who can see, okay, that, that's happening over there. Ah, but I'm here. I'm here. And what yeah, you... I, I can feel that now, yeah. Yes, yes. Whenever that glimpse comes, you retain attention there because that is the relaxed state. And your body can be pumping with anxiety and you can be in a relaxed state. Your awareness can be in a relaxed state underneath that experience. You know, still, there is one thing that makes adrenaline pump in my body. And it's when the police have a, have a checkpoint. <laughs> regardless of whether, you know, my tax and insurance or whatever is up to date. Regardless of whether I have my driver's license or not. But if I see a checkpoint, before anything, before I can even register that there's police down there, there is, in comes adrenaline. Immediately. But my attention is in reality, which is underneath it. Do you know? And and it's like, whoa, there's the adrenaline again. And something just laughs at it. Because it's like something still believes the movie. There's an automatic response. A, gar a policeman's uniform, adrenaline. That just happens. <laughs> that wiring is still there. Right. But attention stays in what is relaxed underneath it. And the body does this crazy thing, and sure, I'm not bothered. <laughs> so you don't have to fix it, you know. You don't right. need you don't need that 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 fear to to go. Yeah. See it for what it is. Yeah. It's fine. It has its place. It'll move through in its own time. For sure. For sure. Sure. Yeah. And it might never go. Maybe for the rest of this life that you know the police will give me this. <gasps> <laughs> ventilation thing right. going on. Maybe. That's all right. Who cares? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Max. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Some people are probably scared when you say annihilation of your self-image. Yes. Because they don't know really what that means, but annihilation yes. is a, a word that if you see the police, you probably do get your, <laughs> your heart pounding. Yes. I was just thinking what came to me is to say the simplification of the self-image. And, of course, it simplifies, which means the chinks fall off of it, and then finally all the last chink falls off, and that's annihilation maybe, or it's just like dissolving. Or, you know, it's just a smoother way where it doesn't feel like it's a shock. And I mean, I'm sure that's what's happening to me. The simplification of my self-image. Yes. Just kind of think, oh, I'm not yes. that. Oh, I'm not this. Yes. Oh, whoa. And all investment. I don't care about that anymore. I have investment no investment in, in this. Yeah. That's what goes. Yeah, the investment the in the self-image. You know. Because, yes. uh, okay, we could say that annihilation would happen. 
Yes. But I mean, uh, it's, maybe it's not important. Uh, when I was in India, this one guy was trying to tell me about his guru, and he was saying uh, he's discovered the truth about enlightenment, and there's three stages of enlightenment. And he started going in, launching into all these three stages of enlightenment. And I thought, I actually told him, I said, well, couldn't I get to the first stage of enlightenment, and then I could look for the second and third, because probably I would be clearer than I am now sitting back here in unenlightenment if I made it to the first stage so the second and third could actually go to hell for all I'm care- yeah. concerned. I'm not interested whatsoever. <laughs> and it's the same thing with the dissolution of the ego. If it just simplifies, then I'm really happy. you know. And then, uh, if it, and then I'm more ready to say, okay, well, let it simplify a little bit more. This is not all that bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sure. That's an approach that makes a lot of sense. And at some point it will disappear. I know you don't want me to say this, but at no, some no. point it will disappear. What? It'll disappear one chink at a time. It'll just uh, yeah. go to zero. That's right. It does go to zero. That's fine. And everything gets simpler. You know, the mind is in the business of making life complex because that, you know, it likes to be busy. But life is actually simple. And then the I thought makes it complex. It's like a layer on top of what is actually smooth and simple anyway. That's the misperception or the misbelief. Because like we were saying on the, on the show, on our kickoff, you know, you're saying, okay, life is full of all these beliefs and all these things are acting. And we think, well, this is just the way it is. In other words, we could call it unconscious, but unconscious just means, hey, I never thought about that. You know, Maybe this is unnecessary. So then we see all this stuff and we're trying to put something else on top of that. Mm. you know, to mm. uh, make all that stuff function mm. in the magic key. We want the mm. magic ingredient, you know, mm. and the silver bullet or something like that that's going to fix all that stuff. Yes. And then you're just saying simplifying was becoming yes. aware, first of all, yes. that all this stuff is operating, and then just say, hey, that's not me whatsoever. Gosh, no. I would never do that again in my life. Yes. You know, and then that falls away, and then yes. some other, and then all this Groundwork yes. of conditioning is, it yes. doesn't have to all dissolve. I'm not saying that, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that and once you, you know, start realizing that you know, those things, when first step, you know, you got to become aware of it, don't you? That's it. It's seeing what is at play inside your head. Seeing your own thought structure has to be seen. I mean, that's, that's step one. Otherwise, otherwise nobody would be listening to this show. Otherwise, the movie is taken as real all the time. Do you know? But already at the point of seeing that there are thoughts and that they're, that you're not that. When we're talking about simplifying things, it doesn't mean that life gets less busy. Life can be really busy, busy and even. simple. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with busyness. No, I mean, I like yeah. I stopped working a year ago and I've never worked as hard as I have. Yes. I've never put as many hours in as I have and I've never done as much as I had with the most enthusiasm and the and that much energy and that much joy. And you're getting no salary for it. <laughs> and no, yeah, and no, uh, yeah, no complaints. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, you know, I have nobody to grumble at. Yes, yes. And, and working harder than ever. And, and, oh, way harder. Yes, yes. So explain that logically. It, it's, it's, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to a logical, commercially minded thinking. It doesn't make sense to the belief that uh, uh, stopping working and being a certain age is supposed to be relaxing and going to Florida and having two houses and and whatever people do when they, you know, I guess it's more family. I don't have uh, kids, so then I don't have any grandkids, so I don't have any, any, uh, of course, I'm not that old. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's about things being simple in terms of your thought processing. Being relaxed is not a complex, a complex thing to do. But if you make it, okay, now I have to get relaxed. Well, wait now a minute. It's relax. not anything That's, to do. No, it's not. It's There's most no natural. There's no doing it in relaxing exactly. because doing is do unrelaxing. You, yeah, if you tried to do it, you moved away from it. You moved away from it. Yeah. So then I'm basically what I was just testifying to is that uh, um, it's not that there's a non, non-doing, you know. And the whole idea of non-doing, we try to do non-doing and we freeze. Yeah. Some some uh, lovely, lovely people were here explaining, you know, how they just looked at their life. They knew everything was okay, you know, and but their rent was due and then they didn't have the money and then they, but they just, you know, I think, it's just going to that no space and kind of freezing up and just saying, okay, I'm breathing. Okay, that's good. Okay, I got a shirt on. I must be dressed, you know. And then uh, I was so touched when this one lady uh, shared that now we went bankrupt. And so then, but I know I still have a food on the plate. And, uh, yes. you know, I thought, well, somehow she took the teaching to mean that uh, there had to be this no space or this no activity or this. Yes. That uh, in order to complete her seeking yes. routine, she had to um, no. give up all activity. No, seeking has nothing to do with your life falling apart or your life being less busy. It happens for some, it doesn't happen for others. I don't, I, you know, I think it has absolutely nothing to do with it. It's the only thing is, is that when people's lives are falling apart, they, they start seeking uh, an, an, another avenue and then... Those people fall into this type of search. Yes. So then they appear, you know, but it doesn't mean that it has anything to do with the process. That's right. That's right. It's not a criteria by any means. There are no criteria. And so then we try to fit it in, like we were saying the other night, right? And saying, okay, something went wrong, so it must be the spiritual process. We're fitting it in to how we see see, uh, um, spiritual growth. Yes. You know, there's a certain falling apart, and we read yes. it in this book, and this guy went depressed, yeah. and this guy went, you know, had yeah. a couple of years, and it always takes integration, you know, we got to integrate yes. for a couple of years, and and then, yes. and then uh, just saying that the whole spirituality is a discontinuity, that's a belief, it's a beauty, yes. you know, that I'm going to have a big yes. experience, yes. so there's going to be, I'm here, you know, and this is mundane, and poom, I'm yes. going to be here, and then I'll have to adjust to that, see, yes. you yes. know. And then yes. uh, that whole thing is just totally unnecessary. They're just another series of thoughts. That's all. They're just more thoughts. Don't believe any of them. They're useful. They have their place. But they're not the truth. No thought is the truth. No thought. How can a thought be the truth? Its, its purpose is to make functioning possible, make experiencing possible in this creation. But you're not that. So even the thought that the thoughts are the problem, that's a thought too. (laughs) That's a thought too. But somehow when... It's kind of okay. Seems like a thought's involved in movement. You know why I'll say that? I'll say that from an engineer standpoint. Because, like, without a duality, nothing moves. Yes. Like, um, yes. like heat only goes from hot to cold. 
Yes. There has to be a duality for yes. heat to move. That's right. Yes. Uh, the contrast creates the movement. Yeah. And so then it creates a tension. Yeah. That's a tension. And between a tension, things can happen. Yes. Like, uh, well, heat. Okay, light only flows toward darkness. Well, uh, maybe okay. it flows toward light, too. I don't okay. know about that. Maybe that wasn't a good analogy. But uh, a polarity creates movement. And so then the yes. uh, duality is necessary for the game to go on. Otherwise, there's no game. Okay. So pulling back from that, before, if the labeling of opposites is not seen, if it doesn't happen, and if one is at the place of seeing that, wow, everything is interconnected, the extremes don't seem to be at opposing poles. It's actually all the one, just appearing as opposites. And that perspective happens for some. And from there, going back further, it can be seen that all that arises from, from what you are, from what is, from capital R reality, all that arises from that is love. And all that's happening here is that love imagines there is something that's not itself. And that is what gives, that's actually the seed of the idea of separation. Love thinks it's looking for love. Love thinks it's losing love and it's got to find love. It's actually just love. There is nothing that's not God. So for that which arises and the energy, which when, when it becomes energy, when the movement from source becomes energy, it is love. Now it's not loving, it's just love. So love, there's only love. Then if there's only love, what? there's nothing happening, huh? It's no big deal, really. It's no big deal. If there's only love, there's no big deal. But somehow being uh, deprived of love or turning your head away from it or your focus away from it, somehow uh, when there's a recognition, and there is a recognition, it's so easy to have this recognition in a welling. It's welling up. Yes. It feels so such a hit you know yes because this recognition is such a hit you know and this is like like this is the discontinuity maybe that uh looking away from love and then looking toward love is, is yes. a big difference yes and somehow god that's a big hit but love just everything being love there's no there's no tension between no. that and there's no wow or nothing there's no nothing way. about it that's right you know the only way you can get a wow out of it is just by turning away and then yes. re-recognizing. Yes. Because I've, I've never sat with the all as one thing, you know, and maybe some people get it, maybe some people don't. I didn't really get it, that all is one. Because to say all is one, you've got two. You know, there, there's one microphone. Well, there must be two things for, for me to call it. One when we've got two. There, to say all is one, you must have something else to say all is one. Something so it's else two. is saying it, right? Something else is saying it. So all is one is rubbish. There's two if you say all is one. But what made sense always was, uh, what is it? Give me the, the the start of all substance, the start of this movie that appears to be solid. And that's love. But there is only love. So love plays with love. And the, 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 the movement of mo molecules, which are love, that space, that void within an atom is love. And it loses itself and 
finds itself, but it sure it can't lose itself when it find, can't find itself. It, there is only love. And that is what the play of creation is. The idea that there's something to be lost and something to be gained. There can't be. It's all love. I'm not saying it's loving, but it's love. And something within us knows that love, not of another, but love in its essence, is what's real. Oh yeah, something knows it. Something knows it. Something really knows it, because without any schooling, without any books or without anything, yes. when when you get that hit, of rec- like I call it a recognition, yes. because like it's what's knowing yes. is acknowledging. It's an yes. acknowledgement from, from the known to, yes. my God. Yes. And then that just, oh. Yes. And, and people... It's an explosion. Mm. It's an explosion, like of, of how I hold myself. Yes. You know? It doesn't yes. have to be an explosion or exploded. Yes. But it's just somehow this holding of this container that I'm believing in. Yes. Is it, is it's it just way more volts than this container can possibly hold. Yes. Yes. Let's say call it volts, you know. And but yet you know the what body I mean, will potential. relax. Huh? And yet the yeah. body will relax. Won't it? There's, there's going to be no constriction in that little delicate part yeah, of your back. but I turn away right away immediately. You see? You just have these <gasps> huge hits and you know, that's just, I can't take that. Wow, boom, that's so great. Yeah. Not just the, I don't know, I haven't learned what, how to just... What uh, turns away from it? What? what? The attention, attention turns away. Yeah. Because it just feels so poof. Well, we could say it's fear and then I'm going to be consumed and dissolve and all those things, but I don't even know if I have to put any kind of words on it. It's just too too beautiful. Yes. You know, I know yes. there's a, there's, a, there's such a limit of beautifulness and closeness and there's, I mean, everyone's got their own limit, right? Yes. I used to complain about, you know, well, ladies that I was with, you know, uh-huh. saying that they couldn't get as close as I could. Okay. And that somehow they turn away. And then yes. I realized that that was a blessing because if they'd gone a little farther, I'd be the one turning away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. And and we play that game of looking for love in another in order to have that relaxed, safe feeling, you know? There's no need to root it through another person. There's n- I, I don't get it. Well, well, of course, I did it for a long time. I was married and <laughs> all the rest of it. Um, there, there's no need to root love through another person in order for you to connect to what you are. But 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 as long as you think you have there is a you who can connect to something, sure, we root it through something outside of us. But you are it. So how can you connect or disconnect from it? But the mind will say, but I can't experience it. It's like, no, it's not in the realm of mind. Mind is a different function. Mind has a different function. Mind is your toolkit for operating in the world. But love is what you are. And even if somebody says, I've never had the experience of being loved in my life. It's like, well, so what? Really? So what? Because because you are it, whether the experience comes to you or not. Isn't that, that a preconception? They, they, they have preconce- of course, they have a, an experience of love every minute, but they have a of preconception course, it's going to be like this. That's no, right. it's got to be like this. That's right. But every experiential love is such a diluted form of what you are. It's so diluted to expect it to come through another and that that would be it. My goodness. Let's just do it, take another tack instead of saying, and not, instead of, t- let's not t- talk it down. Let's just say that's all we can take, you know. 
Really? I don't know. It seems that way. But there's for a, this moment, you know. But then what the, stops us? But but you are it. Uh, how what what would be the thing who would be taking it or returning away from it? Well, we just don't want to know we are it. I don't know why. Okay, just blow it all away, right? Just say. I guess the contrasting. It's a shocking. If you no. don't want to know about it, then it's the contrasting. I only want to know about it in little doses. In little doses, so that you can still contrast God, the highs and the lows and the pleasures and the pain and that. Well, it can grow. More doses, that can go bigger. Yes. That's what I'm learning, I think. Yes. Yes. There's a mechanism to that. Something's happening. Yes. Like that. And just say, oh, blow it all out. But how? That's when we say how, right? ha. <laughs> And you say, oh, well, there's no how to it. There's no how. See, this is where language doesn't help. Intellect can find out about these things. And that's useful. But the rest is just going to happen anyway. Yeah. And then we say grace. And we so say grace. So that's a bummer, too. Because yeah. then we're still hoping for the hit, you know. Yeah. And so then we're saying, there's no way, there's no how, and there's no way I could manage this, you know. No, but because see I'm all not, these there's, things there's as thoughts. There's no me to do it, even, you know. See okay. them all as thoughts. When thought yeah. stops, you're there. Okay. It's not rocket science. There's nothing to do. Stop investing in thoughts, and that's it. The show's over. You're there. Until the next thought comes. Oh, that was boring. I can't do it. No, no, no. You're in the thoughts now. Stay there. Stay, stay in that which is relaxed underneath the thoughts. Okay, I can do it. You know, and then I say, like, I turn away. Yes, because thoughts are still attractive to you. I don't even know. It's well, just you wouldn't like, be thinking about them unless there was a, a pull, huh? No, I was just saying it's something about it is too much. That's something about thought. love is too that's much. Okay, that's a thought. I'm explaining it. But, I mean, okay, I don't think that thought comes up, and then I turn away. I just turn away. Every experience what I'm saying you is have... I'm recognizing things. I can go to it pretty often and recognize a really big hit. okay. And it just feels like a welling up, and I think, okay, that's what she means by love, you know. Okay. And then it just feels like, oh, that's so much, but you know. And then I, then I turn away from it and say, well, maybe I'll do another show or something, you know. I don't know what, you know. Yes. You get it? What yes. I'm trying to say? I do. I do. There's except... a turning away that happens, and there's no thought involved. I don't know if there is or isn't, or a belief. There's not a belief that I can't take anymore, you know. I reckon when I do recognize this thing, I'm saying yes. it's getting bigger and bigger. Yes. You know, it's a step by step. Yes. It seems. Yes. And then you're kind of like, uh, you know, the baby comes out, you give him a really big swat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Shocking. You know, give it up, you say. Stay there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whack. <laughs> you know, every experience begins with a thought. If there is a turning away from love. Uh -huh. Then okay. that for that experience to happen, there is a thought. No matter how speedy, okay, how unnoticed, okay, okay, I know I'm getting there. it starts with a thought. Every feeling, much. every emotion, everything starts with a thought. Every experience is only a thought believed into your personal world, believed as your experience. You cannot experience something unless there's a thought just before it. Yeah, we're saying that sometimes in the show that you know you can't even experience anything that, that you can't consider can't conceptualize that's right so when there's a turning away from love there is a thought prior to the action of turning away 
See, now we're zeroing in. Now we're zeroing in. I feel in. like that we really grabbed something there. Yeah. That's the key, is not believing thoughts. But they're so flipping subtle that subtle they've acted out before and, they're seen. Yeah, and they just seem like a movement away. It just yeah. seems like a movement a away. Movement away. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, that's the thought manifesting as real. It's believed to be so. Manifesting as a, as a movement. Yes. So I'm never going to find a thought like uh, really a... Don't you know, have to. That has words that go with it. It's too flipping fast. Yeah, it's too fast. Rest in what you are. Just rest there. Somehow living will still happen. Busyness cannot shake you out of it unless you go into thoughts. It's not about busyness, it's about your thinking. Now, why did you say busyness? What did you mean by that? Um, because you were saying, well, when I turn away from it, I might think I'll do another show or something. It's like... Well, then thoughts come in. The know, thoughts, thoughts that I can in. recognize. Then yeah. thoughts that are long enough yeah. and big enough that I yeah. can I can hook on to. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, well, there's no, there's no thought there. There's just a movement. But yes. you're saying, okay, well, that is a thought. Yes. Yes. But the physical body will do its day. The physical body will do its thing. We just said that before. We said yes. that it has to be a duality to be a movement. So the duality is a thought. Because ah. there is no real duality. It's only thought-based. That's right. It's only thought-based. Duality is only thought-based. So then in order for me to move away, then there has to be a duality there. or it, The duality in terms of labeling. Duality of is the labeling. It's a, it's a mechanism of labeling good and bad. That's what sees duality. It's a mechanism of mind which names opposites. Allow that to go. I never thought I could stop labeling. I thought I could stop believing in the labels, but I never really thought. If it's not you, I used, never conceived that I, I would stop labeling. Yes. Well, there's just a there's there's moments of just pureness, like yes, yes. When, when there's no interest in labeling, somehow it slows down and stops. But the law of opposites is really strong as long as there's belief in your thoughts. The label is just a thought. Labeling can go superfluous actually don't you think I thought they might be asleep that's why I did a horrend <laughs> a little look around the room <laughs> yeah, either you know they're sleeping or there's uh, I mean I never like to say that but I don't think there is <laughs> It couldn't possibly be that we're that interesting, could it? <laughs> <laughs> all quiet's on the Western Front. <laughs> yeah, all quiet's on the Western Front. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, they broke them loose. Suresh. Suresh.
Hello, Suresh. Uh, I, we're having a little trouble uh, with your phone, so if you would just really talk loud, like put your lips real close to the mouthpiece and just talk l louder than you normally would. Hello? Oh, do you have your computer on in the background? They're saying yes, they, they hear an echo there. Uh, uh, do you still hear the echo? I think it's better now. Okay. Okay, thank you much. And be sure to talk uh, loud again, because the phone is our weak link. Okay. Uh, the, the question I have is, is there value in, in sitting in silence? And, uh, you know, over time, does the uh, mind create a sense of self dissolve completely when one sits in silence? Hmm. Tell me about when you sit in silence, Suresh. What's it like? Well, uh, when 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 it clicks, you know, when yes. I'm sitting in silence, yes, there is a sense of spaciousness, uh, awareness, uh, and and one is aware of constriction, but but in that sitting, there seems to be some dissolving. Of, of uh, old impressions, of past impressions. Okay. A and and it seems like as uh, the, the awareness of uh, of those past impressions gets more intense, one sits uh, it, it, uh, intuitively. It feels like there'll be a point where everything just dissolves into the softness. Yes. Uh, and, and then there's no controller left or no struggler left. Yes. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I haven't really... Because somebody like Ramana Maharishi sat for a couple of years in, in uh, without engaging yes. with, with the external world. That he had to be He had to be fed. That's right. So uh, I, I wonder if if there is a process uh, to full the dissolution of of uh, a, the the mind created sense of self or you know or vasanas as you know, some people call that latent impression. Yes. And and it's not it's not just cognitive analysis. Okay. Uh, because uh, there there is. One can uh, do some cognitive analysis and, and recognize, yes, the, these thoughts arising are objects in consciousness, and consciousness is aware of these objects. Mm -hmm. But there almost seems to be a, a need for uh, an actual dissolution of, of sensation. Mm -hmm. Once the cognitive analysis is done, they yes. will the process. Okay. Uh, so could you comment on that? Yeah. So so for you, Suresh, there, there seems to be a logical order that the intellectual understanding, the cognitive aspect, that's kind of okay, and then it's moved into silence being important. So for you, there's, there's um, um, a, a sequence to this. That The sequence that works for you is only particular to you. That's the first thing. So, so, like Ramana Maharshi's four years of silence and not not taking care of him, himself physically in any way, 
I, it, it was because his body needed that much time to align because enlightenment happened instantly without any spiritual practice at all. So, so taking any one, um, one self path of self-realization as a template isn't going to help. So if sitting in silence is calling you, then by all means sit in silence. But if there is the idea that this will encourage the dissolving of what you are back to source, of what you think you are back to source, then you're setting yourself up with an expectation and that expectation will be the very obstacle stopping it from happening. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so... Sitting in silence, I'm wondering if the sitting in silence, if there is actual, you know, a, a, a resting in a space that is between thoughts. If there is a space between thoughts, great, silence is there. But if you're spending your time watching the vasanas, watching the tendencies, and saying, oh, great, there's another one gone. If there's a commentary on the tendencies, if that's what's happening, then that's not silence. That's watching mind. Do you see? So when there is sitting in silence, it is that there is no identification with thought, no matter how, how subtle. There is no identification with thought. Thoughts can come and go, but they're not of interest. So after, like, a 20-minute silent sit, if there is no way of knowing what thoughts were passing by, great. But if there is a seeing of something dissolving, then you're playing a movie. It's, it's, it's easier when, when, when there's an effortless context. But uh, I think, I think the, if, if, if uh, spiritual awakening can, can come to fruition uh-huh. in, in regular day-to-day life, it's that would be a very interesting experiment. <laughs> of course it can. Yeah. Of course it can. Of course I it can. Have, I have a little bit of this, this old conditioning that you have to kind of sit, you know, in a cave. And, and yes. Everything. Can we just throw out that belief, Suresh? Yeah. It's not serving you at all. Yeah. yeah. And, and living in the West, you know, there, there is... There's mortgages to be paid, and there isn't extended families to look after our children. And, you know, it's it's not like that. So does that mean that, you know, we're the great unwashed and cannot attain enlightenment? Huh, not at all. None of those conditions of of silence and getting away from it all and losing it all, none of those conditions are actually necessary. They might happen, they might not, but they are not a criteria. And those, those who have attained self-realization, who are still rearing kids and going and doing a nine-to-five job someplace in a factory, they just haven't written books about it. They're still managing their kids and doing their job, so they're not sitting in satsang. They have other things to do. But uh, the funny thing is I've not met even one, uh, that, one person like that. Because they haven't been public. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that they don't exist. Yeah, yeah. I've met a lot of lot of teachers, you know, but they they teach full time. Okay. Um, well, that's that's good advice. I I will try that. Okay. Uh, there's still there's still a little sort of skepticism in me that as long as 
says the human expression, uh-huh. there'll be a, a, a slight veil uh, that that uh, that creates a even if it's a very slight sense of separation. Yes, some sense of separation from the totality of the infinite. Uh, yes, uh, that that has no uh, duality. Good question. What, what what remains, and this is the veil, what remains is that the appearance of a physical phenomenal world remains. That's the veil. Uh-huh. That the, the appearance is still there. Has, has no personal will left at all, and everything is just spontaneous activity yes. from, from the... Yes, yes. That, 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 that is what happens, yes. Is, is, is that a hundred percent? No, I mean zero personal will left. That's right. Well, it's it's an it's an illusion. Personal will. There is no personal will. There there is no personal will. Yeah, because personal will, sense of personal will creates karma. Yes, of course. Yes. So 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 personal will doesn't exist, and it's not that personal will wears down or breaks down. It is seen not to be real. It is seen not to be. You know, even in the most basic way, we can see that in any moment, what you think is personal will, what you think is free will, is just a set of criteria that are in place, moving you towards one particular option. Do you know? So, how much of it is free will? Hmm. (laughs) You know, it depends what way you look at it. So no, so sure some some preferences come through, but it's only a it's only a functioning. They're not owned. The ownership goes with self realization. Uh huh. That makes sense. The ownership. There might be biological preferences. That's right. Of course, there's biological preferences. Yeah. Sure, or 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 some the low grade aspect of mind that continues to function. You know. Sure, there's preferences in that, but there's no attachment to the outcome because there's no ownership. There's no ownership. They're just that low-grade aspect of mind, which continues to function. Now, in terms of uh, one one last question, in terms of just you know the the idea of non-duality and and then expressing in in, in duality, I I, I get it that uh, when, when there isn't the notion of I, then expression can happen, preferences can happen, and yes. no identification. Yes. But. Um, now, in, in deep sleep, yes. for, for example, there is complete uh, non-duality, but also consciousness is, is, is are, you know, uh, there are, I've, I've had some meditation states where there was awareness, but it was like, almost like deep sleep. Okay. Where, where the mind seemed to have folded up. Yes. And even when someone calls your name, you don't hear hear that. Yes. You know, almost like deep sleep. And so, the, the feeling is that one has to get back to that more and more, and and, and then okay. finally they'll be released from okay. uh, any um, uh, constriction. Or well, sure. Do what makes sense to you. But but you you you've got a lot of concepts about it. Um, and it, at some point, at some point, just resting in that which is underneath your thoughts is all that's needed. Suresh, um, 
I'm going to close this phone call now because uh, it's just not working. Your voice is not coming through. You're not speaking loud enough, and our phone is, system is not working either. Oh, and uh, I'm suggesting that uh, maybe you will have it fixed or better, or maybe you'll learn. You'll have a Skype situation that uh, can. Nobody's hearing it on the broadcast. Nobody's hearing it in the room. It's just a private conversation between you and Jack. Ah, okay. And uh, uh, I'm sorry about that. No, we. I can't even hardly hear you right now on this phone, and uh, it's not in our sound system whatsoever. So uh, we're going to try to fix it, and we're going to try to change our system. And uh, and uh, you've heard plenty right now to think about, and uh, I think. Maybe you can give us a call or you can find a way to Skype in, which is much more potent because it has a computer behind it. And uh, otherwise, we'll try to figure out another way. But uh, I admit our phone is our weakest link. And uh, and so um, I'm sorry to cut this off uh, uh, right in the middle of what might be very important. And, uh, and uh, I'm inviting you, since we're doing another uh, five or six broadcasts, to stay with us. And uh, Okay. Okay, Suresh? Okay, okay, catch it on river. Okay. okay. Thanks. Thank you for your call. I'm really sorry, everyone, that, uh, you know, I mean, uh, especially out, uh, I don't think it just came across at all. And, and uh, everyone's straining to hear. And uh, that's our weak link, so. Oh, yeah, we had a crash, too. So <laughs> then. So that four-minute crash wasn't so bad, you guys, because <laughs> you weren't hearing it anyhow. <laughs> and uh, Jack was quite animated, so I think something was really happening there, and I'm, I'm very sorry to say that we weren't able to to transmit that and give it to you in a way that was meaningful. That's what happens. That's the flow. Yeah. Is there something you, wrong with the flow, Richard? You were really into it. <laughs> we got your animation. <laughs> that you know. Yeah. No preferences. No, you know it's right. So I cut him off. I hope he has no preferences. <laughs> That's the way it happened. It's 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 all the way it happens, and you do the best you can in any moment, and it has to be good enough, and that's it. But. I don't know, I guess to run a commentary, you know, that it could be better or should be better. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah. It's it, Everything unfolds the way it does. And okay, mine says it can be better, right but not so. <coughs> I'm just going to pull it right in. Okay. Hi. Hi. Well, I don't know as I have a specific question, but I thought I'd come up here because I'm really uncomfortable coming up here, so okay, that's a good place to start. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, I, I guess most of the time I feel like I'm in two different worlds. I feel like I'm consumed with this absolute yearning that I just, you know, it just won't leave me alone. It's like being in the tiger's mouth. I've heard it say like that. Yes. You know, it's just every day, and I think about it, and I'm, I'm betwixt in between that and the character's world, you know, where um, there's busyness. And But in my case, it's actually getting less busy, which is the scary part because, you know, that's where my identity has been. Mm-hmm. And now all those things are taken away, and it's okay. like, well, that's not working. And then, and then the other 
foot is in this well um I know I know what you're saying is true. I just know what all these teachers are pointing to is absolutely true. Yes. And yet I don't have a um it's it's like it hasn't dropped or I, I'm not okay. seeing it the way that you are. I'm not I'm still here. I'm still identified okay. even though okay. I know that not it's not really true yes. as a as a mind, as a thought. Yes. I know it's not true, but yes. yet experientially I'm so identified and I want to not be you know, I made this conscious um, statement to myself years ago. I just want to die before I die, that expression yes. you hear. I don't want to wait till I'm on my deathbed. I'd yes. really like to. And and then this all this is consuming yearning is there with no resolution. So either okay. side isn't really working. Do you ever ask for help from, from, from grace? For want of a better well, I word. think I have. I think I have okay. at times. Yeah. Okay. Do you get it? Well, maybe. I mean, it's hard for me to know. I don't know if 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 everything's exactly yes the way it's supposed to be. Maybe this is exactly yes the help. Yes. No. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. During during a day. Is there much head stuff going on? What's how active? Mm. How how much convincing is it going to take for whatever process is going on at mind at the moment to see that it's not true? Is it very much theoretical that 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 who you think you are is is real is not real, or do you get good glimpses that you see? Who you think you are? No, the you only know? thing I, I how much is theory and how I th much I think it's probably a lot theory. A lot of it has to do with body. I I work with people who are dying and I see them dying and okay. and I I just look so final and all this talk of being present and aware and being aware of that place that's not touched by thoughts or that sees all thoughts. Yes, I look at a dead person and say, God, I don't think they're aware of anything. I mean, it looks so inert and and. So there's some lingering doubt, I think, about is this everything that's being pointed to, is it really true? Because it seems to be based upon we're all having bodies having these conversations. Okay. That, you know, we're not out of body here. We're okay. all in a body. So sure. somehow the body seems to be ah, okay. still, and I'm hung up on that okay, little thought that's about, one. Okay, that's where it yeah, is. Okay. we're alive. Confirm. We're having these thoughts and concepts and beliefs and discussions and seeings and yeah. not seeings because we're alive in bodies. Okay, yes, yes. Hmm. So, so, so why, why the death before your physical death? Why, why, why be, that well, because, be, well, because, well, because, for me, why why yeah. that's a desire? Because yes. I, I've been, you know, I guess fortunate enough in my life to experience all the things that are supposed to make you happy. And, okay. you know, and I've had happiness many, okay. many times, but it's always, is that all there is? There's, it's uh, just, it's kind of run its course. Oh, and now everything's just, I'm flat. I'm not interested. I'm not getting enthused about any. There's no place that intrigues me except oh, it's, this is it. Oh, right. This is the only place okay. left. Okay. Okay. Mm. Has there ever been that kind of popping through thought, that sense of going into vastness or infinity or nothingness? Mm -mm. Or no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. That would be nice. 
Yeah, because those glimpses. <laughs> that's what I'm open for. Because that's, yeah. that's the thing. Those yeah, glimpses yeah. happen to a lot of people. Yeah, I know. So, Never. Okay. I okay. hear about them, uh, you okay. know, with great yeah. longing so, for that. So a chink but... hasn't come in right, the illusion right. yet. It just seems like it goes from month to month, year to year, and yeah, um, yeah, stuck feeling. Yes, yes something is stuck. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to say is very non-advaita, but it feels it's just what I'm going to say anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, great. From this perspective, where the 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 duality really appears to be real, it, it hasn't started mm -hmm, to break mm -hmm, yet. Mm -hmm. So that's where we work from. Okay. Okay. In that space, there's where I see a hollow, the potential doorway, mm -hmm. is to develop some kind of a relationship with that which is beyond. Mm -hmm. So the essence of what you are or the emptiness, or love, or God, or whatever you like. Mm -hmm. But but it feels like whatever whatever is... Okay, in one way we can say, well, whatever is happening, and whatever is happening, and that that takes care of life. So, But for you, whatever is happening is the material world. Mm -hmm. And it's seen in that context as the material world. Right. So what I want to do is to invite your mind to take leaps into something that is beyond it. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Sounds great. So, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Hold mm -hmm. on. If we can set up a wire mm -hmm. so that the framework, we start to make a little, a little bit of, put a bit of doubt mm -hmm. on the physical world mm -hmm. as it being real. That would be great. Okay? So, so, so the, 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 the surest way of doing it is what religions have always protected. The idea that there is something beyond. That was the role of religion, I think, really, mm -hmm. more than anything. Mm -hmm. Religion now, not not the original story that right, was right. on top mm -hmm. of the institutions. Mm -hmm. That's what religions did, is that they 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 made a space for for the, the mind to believe that there is something which isn't constricted to these beliefs. But yet the mind can believe in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, it, and yeah. it starts that opening very often mm -hmm. it starts that that sense of like well that which beyond is what i am that which is beyond get to know it get to know it because at the moment you've got to work with your intellect mm -hmm. because your mind is 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 solidly functioning mm -hmm. so while the mind is solidly functioning we have to work with that so how to do that <laughs> What about developing some kind of a relationship with that which is beyond? Now I'm talking about two. Right. Yes, we have okay. two, but we right. have to start okay. here. Such as? When I was saying, did you ever ask for help? Oh, what did you address oh. it to? Hmm. What did you address it to? The great unknown. I don't know, the great mystery, the great... Okay, okay. For, for It Energy. feels like right. for your mind, mm -hmm. that that's it can't grasp it. Mm -hmm. There's a halfway house which is a concept, a concept of that which is beyond, which is very useful. Mm. So, okay, it's like the concept of observer is a halfway house yeah. between resting in the nothingness and being in the movie of my right. life, my thoughts are real. Right. Okay, so a halfway house, it's like your mind doesn't know what you're talking about, about the great unknown. Mm -hmm. It's like it doesn't have a handle on it and saying, well, I just drawing a blank here. And it's feeding you, I'm drawing a blank, I'm drawing a blank. And it's feeding it's true. you that. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's feeding you that idea that you're mm -hmm. drawing a blank. 
because there is we need a concept that's a halfway house so that you can go for that and then grace does the rest mm -hmm. we can go we can go halfway we can go to the place of knowing that something mm, that we are something beyond we can go to that and there is an experience of that of that kind of you know in whatever shape or form it happens for people of knowing mm -hmm. that there's more that there that the the emptiness or the silence or seeing that this is an illusion whatever way it manifests that initial crack for mind happens for 99.99 percent of people maybe it would be the whole hog for you but i don't think so it would have happened <laughs> it would have happened i think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because the intellectual understanding has come and now that's not enough it's like mm -hmm. great okay right, right. now you've got the intellectual stuff super now what's next right. and it's like oh wow we're missing this concept mm -hmm. conceptual place of where is a stepping stone for you mm -hmm. okay so for now for sure for a while it might only be for two weeks but set up an idea that there is something beyond you that so your mind can set up a relationship with it so it's like teasing the mind into the non-physical mm -hmm. teasing the mind into something because your mind does not like and will not help you to go to that which is beyond mm -hmm. So what we've all done, I suppose, I, I don't know, mm -hmm. but, but there seems to be, if you look at spiritual paths, um, there seems to be kind of different things we tried, different things that introduced concepts that, that were kind of okay with mind when we were going mm -hmm. out of the realm mm -hmm. of believing thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was just a bit looser. I know for, for myself, um, an enormous wallop that I got from life was my third eye opened when I was 30. And mm. I was an atheist and then mm. I saw ghosts everywhere and I thought I was tripping on something. Mm -hmm. I thought one of my friends had given me something um, and the, the ability to see spooks. And I became a ghostbuster and I mean, all that stuff and worked with chakras and did all that new age stuff. Now, looking back, what it was, was it was a perfect bridge. First of all, something huge had to happen because I was going so fast in the material world. Something huge had to happen to take my attention. But secondly, it brought my mind into the space of hey everything you think isn't real there's a whole load of stuff out there that you never saw which is also real within the movie mm -hmm. which is also real and you never knew about it before and then i would come across a new situation from another non-physical realm like okay do i believe it or do i not hey it, it's showing up don't even go there jack it's showing mm -hmm. up take it as real and do the work Mm -hmm. So it brought my mind into that space of what you're seeing is not the only realm. That's true. So I want to encourage you into that realm okay. of how you experience life isn't the only realm. Mm -hmm. So it starts bringing the unlimited in and that opens mind mm -hmm. to drop. It opens mind. Do mm -hmm. you see? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. We're playing a trick on mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, which this is what this is all about. Mm -hmm. It's all mm -hmm. about playing a trick mm -hmm. on mind. We're tricking mind into, into you know, annihilation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is where it doesn't want to go. Yes. Yes. But something does. Yes. Mm. It does. That which you are does and mm. is pulling you. So, so that halfway house of the non-physical, start checking out about it. Just so that, hey, maybe this is true. Hey, maybe that's true. Mm -hmm. So to introduce the infinite to your mind, to start breaking the limits of what is real. 
that piece of work needs to happen. Do you have any kind of specific little ideas about that? I mean, just, just yeah. give me some examples of, of that. So Start- just so make sure I understand what you're okay. saying. If you are drawn to a psychic, go. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. If you're drawn to a course about chakras, go. I okay. Okay. Start talking to God or grace. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But give it a name mm-hmm. because your mind goes blank with the great unknown. <laughs> it's not helping yeah. you. Okay. So give it a concept. Give it a persona okay. that's kind of outside of the normal realm of what we experience. Mm-hmm. Because right now your mind is saying what I experience is, is reality. So what I'm doing is saying, okay, let's go with, I never experienced this and it's real on some level. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we've got half of it is gone. We're breaking up the experience makes reality. Let's break it up. And from there, there is reality, which is beyond experience. Mm -hmm. But you can't take the two jumps from where you're at. Okay. So I'm not saying pitch a tent there. Mm -hmm. I'm saying just do it as a mental exercise. I can tell somebody else to sit in silence. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you see? Yes, I do. Okay, I I do. so it's a halfway house mm-hmm. and do it for a while and email me and tell me how I get none. Okay. Do you know? Okay. It's just an exercise to look at the non-physical realm. That, it just, that which is beyond my experience, how much of it is real? Let's check it out. Because your mind doesn't go there at the moment. Because it's absolutely taking death to be an inert thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's looking at the brass tacks of heart stops, body stops. Done. Done. <laughs> so I want to say, hey, question it. Mm-hmm. Question it. The thinking process at the minute believes that done, believes that. So let's start putting doubts in there. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I th- mm-hmm. I, it'll, it'll create a few cracks. Mm-hmm. In in how your mind operates, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's just too solidly stuck yeah. wherever it is. Yeah, and it's not moving. It's not moving. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even somebody who's passed away in your work, mm-hmm. check in on them. If there was somebody called Martha, hey Martha, do you know what you're doing? Give me a feeling of what you're doing. Mm. Give me a feeling. Do you know? And see mm. if something comes. But see, then the mind comes in and says, well, w- wait a minute. There wasn't anybody here. So how could there be anybody after death? I yes. Mean, so okay. it, it, it just now mind, cancels itself out. Yeah, because the mind, mind, just, mind is using the theory of Advaita mm-hmm, yes. to stop you. Right. I've got all the you've, talk. Yeah, you've got, I've got all the, the talk. talk. You've got the talk. <laughs> you've got the right. talk. And so mind is using it to keep itself alive. Mm-hmm. It's using it for its own purposes. It does that. Hmm. Yeah, it does that. And, and, and it will just sustain the belief and hmm. thoughts because it will stop you going there. So do the hmm. unconventional route. Okay. Do the one that's a bit flaky. Do the one mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's, that's not the knowledgeable way that you know. It's like, okay, I have the knowledge. Now we've got to go through the experiences of seeing that. All right. How my mind works. Okay. And let's see what happens. You know. And it will fit together. It, it, it Somehow it will fit. You see, the sequence is never clear. There's never mm-hmm. one path. This is the beauty mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. It's the yeah. beauty of it, you know? You know? I had none of this yeah. language and I was just living in like, I know this is a dream, but everything's I'm nuts that I'm saying it right, to. Right. I know I don't exist and everything's I'm nuts. 
it was the other way around, you know, yeah, yeah. which was torture also. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, because there's like, I'm not crazy, but this isn't real. And I don't exist. <laughs> do you know? Even if you do know or think you exist, it's crazy. Yes, for <laughs> I mean, sure. That's my, that's my take. <laughs> yes. yes, It is crazy. Yes. yes. Hmm. Okay. So look at the realms of what, what is possible out there to break the limitations of mind. Start talking to that which is beyond mind. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we close? Yeah. It's the time. Yeah. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for going along with one-sided phone calls and being off air for four minutes. And thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. And enjoy life. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So that's it for tonight. And uh, tomorrow's a seven o'clock appointment. And uh, so I hope to find you on Friday. And uh, just uh, keep coming back and check this lady out. I think we're saying some really, really, for me, some really powerful things. So have a great night and uh, hope to see you tomorrow. <laughs>